Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. It's no secret that eating fruits and vegetables can have all sorts of benefits. But when you take a step back and see how many fruits and vegetables you're supposed to eat every day, it can be overwhelming. That's why countless people across the country have started their journey to better eating habits with Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is the easiest and fastest way to get the equivalent of all the recommended fruits and vegetables into your diet on a daily basis with a unique blend of 31 different fruits and vegetables specifically specifically chosen to help prevent lifestyle disease, Balance of Nature provides you with the whole natural nutrition you need to keep your body working at its very best. See why people all over are taking Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free and don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. At last, the Constitution is finished. But if a super-duper big tragedy happens, this entire document goes out the window. Said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What if the Constitution no longer applied? What if the government could write any law, regulate any behavior, and tax any event? What if you could love your country, but hate what the government has done to it? What if Jefferson was right? What if that government is best which governs least? What if freedom's greatest hour of danger is now? Welcome, Kate Daly Show. I have a show for you today. (laughs) I do. Uh, So much going on in the news. I saw a meme that said... uh, uh, boy, that was Judge Napolitano, by the way. Um, there was a meme that said, uh, I have to turn off the news today and I'm going to watch a serial killer documentary so I can relax. How many of you feel that way right now? Uh, I do. I'll raise my hand. Uh, we have a lot to talk about in the show today, of course. Afghanistan. Uh, yesterday we did uh, the Chuck Baldwin interview and uh, Chris Ann Hall. Today, uh, of course, uh, Afghanistan, we're going to have epic times. Um, uh, coming in on the next segment uh, to be talking about Afghanistan. He's the senior uh, senior uh, editor uh, of uh, Epic Times, theepictimes.com. And then also, um, we're going to have Joel Skousen. So if you watch InfoWars, you know, you know, or this show, because he's been coming on my show for, geez, five years. <laughs> uh, you'll know who Joel Skousen is. And uh, he's he's a great assessor of the deep state and how they work. And so there's o- obviously, can we just start off the show today by stating the obvious? Obviously, it was planned to do what they're doing. Obviously, they were going to bring over tens of thousands 
of Afghans to our country, in which now we know they've opened up three uh, more bases uh, to house 50,000. So we knew that was happening. Of course, we knew that uh, they would dig up Leon from the past, uh, Mr. I think it was uh, Secretary of Defense. And he'd be saying that we have to go back in. We have to have troops still have to be there. Right. Because they got it. They got to have a reason to keep them in and have everybody want to keep them in. Right. We have uh, obviously deaths among Americans uh, that is heartbreaking, heartbreaking because it didn't have to happen. And uh, we've got deaths here that I don't think had to happen. So a lot of that going on. And uh, we also have, uh, well, geez, so much here. Biden oversaw Benghazi, right? As vice president, he doesn't mind leaving people behind to be killed. Obviously, he doesn't mind. It's part of who he is. But we all knew that he was a, a conniving piece of crap anyway. I mean, there, there isn't much about Joe Biden. I mean, it's just. How would you like just to be like the king of corruption and treason and sellout? And what a, can you even call that a legacy? I guess a legacy of deceit. But it's not Biden doing all this. He's the puppet man. Right. But it's the it's the deep state that's doing all of this. But they planned it. They they of course they did. Of course they planned this. So why? What do you think the reason is? And what's this leading to? Is this going to lead to an event and maybe we'll talk to Joel about this, too. Is this going to lead to an event um, where you need to make sure you have enough provisions stored up? Possibly. Possibly. Um, are, they, are they doing this in hopes of having a false flag here that they can blame on that event? Because of the way we, we pulled out of there? I've thought about that. Um. There's so many angles to this. Assange said back in 2011 that it was the money laundering post of the world, one of them. Money was being sent through Afghanistan and uh, laundered there our tax dollars. So he made that very known. And then, of course, it's the, it's the uh, are we handed it over to the Chinese? You know, Biden's been in bed and his administration of, of communists, of traitors, have been in bed with with the Chinese for many, many, many years. Um, Kissinger, who's still actually alive. Can you believe it? Maybe there's a little robot in there. I don't know. But uh, still alive. Two foot five, I guess, and still alive. Anyway, uh, so he's out there and um, we've got a whole situation of um, of of giving the Chinese everything they want. Right selling out considerably since the 70s since the trilateral commission so i you know it doesn't it doesn't shock me at all hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hi how are you good how are you you're live go right ahead thank you i just wanted to tell people to think real hard about what's going on here you know the democrats and biden they'll harm drug cartels they'll harm the taliban and yep. terrorist groups but they want to disarm the american law-abiding people yes that should tell you everything you need to know about bingo people. bingo Perfect statement. Thank you very, very much. I love you. I loved your call. Thank you. Yes, he's exactly right. They want to disarm us. And by the way, the leftists are trying to get Biden to go around Congress right now. They're trying. They, they want an, an, an official office for gun control. Um, so they'll disarm us, but they'll arm everybody else. And now we have ISIS-K. <laughs> they need a lot of mileage out of ISIS-K. They need a lot of mileage out of the Taliban. 
You know, let's just let's just talk about the obvious for two seconds. Let's just go to the obvious. We outgun, we outbomb, we out everything, every nation in the world by a hundred times over. We have the largest military presence. And we're acting like we're afraid of the Taliban. Really? Why is that? Got to have a boogeyman. That's why. And I know that's hard to hear because a lot of people right now, because they've been talking up ISIS-K. Seriously, ISIS-K? They're going to call it ISIS-K as a new variant? of It's like the Delta variant. Can't put your finger on it. No symptoms. No tests. That's the Delta. It's called phrase medicine. You, you just name something and then everyone has it. Okay. Same thing with ISIS and ISIS-K. Matching tennis shoes. Matching outfits. Matching Toyota trucks. And now there's a new variant of ISIS-K of ISIS called ISIS-K. And that's the new boogeyman too. You know, we, we could go get them in a heartbeat. We could wipe them out in a heartbeat. So why don't we? Isn't that the, isn't that the question all of us should be asking? Well, so wait, wait a minute. Aren't we the biggest military in the, wait, what? And here we are folks (laughs) acting like they're going to now control the world because if you get rid of North Korea as the boogeyman, and they were the boogeyman every couple of years, they'd kind of put them back on stage as they're coming to get us. They're going to bomb us. So please, can we take more of your liberty? Because they're coming, even though they're very small and we could wipe them out in a heartbeat. And then, of course, we had ISIS, right? And that was annihilated in the last, you know, four years. So we didn't have ISIS anymore to be afraid of. Russia obviously didn't work out as the, um, you know, the boogeyman um, election infiltrator. So that didn't work out. You can't really make them into the boogeyman. So what do you have? If you don't have a boogeyman, you can't take liberty from us here at home. Even though we have the biggest presence of military, we're supposed to be running in fear, right? All Everything's fear. COVID's fear, terrorism fear, all fear, right? At some point, they're going to burn us out and really overplay their hand. I'm kind of waiting for that moment because I thought we were there with the uh, COVID-19 uh crazy lunacy but Afghanistan as a as a whole um I said from the very beginning they want us in there still but they want us in there because we want to be in there right they want the American people behind it they and so are they willing to are are they willing to sacrifice American lives for that must be a big drug trade must be a big old reason with China to stay there because right now, um, little Mr. Leon is on the news, little former uh, Secretary of Defense, on the news consistently saying, we have to go back in, guys. This is a call to action. We've got we to have a presence there still. We can't, uh, we, can't, we can't leave. And they have everyone focused on the way we're leaving instead of why we're there in the first place for 20 long years. Longest military action, because it was never declared a war by Congress. Longest military action we've ever, I mean, 20 years on the books, 20 years. I say on the books for a reason, but wow. And we still can't identify really why we were there. So instead of that, if you want to, if you want the American people to be like, no, stay, stay. We don't want any more of this violence. What a, what a way to do it and then sacrifice American lives. They don't mind sacrificing American lives. All the letters I'm getting from all over the country and all the hospitals all over the country, that's what they keep talking about is lives lost because of the, the boogeyman COVID.
right? The, the label of COVID. Well, they don't mind sacrificing American lives. They never have. And look at all of the events through history. They have never minded one bit. So even 9-11, if you know the truth about 9-11, you can't come to any other conclusion other than they're more than willing to sacrifice American lives for whatever they want to do in their ambitions. You know, the PNAC came out a year before 9-11 and outlined 20 years of, of um, meddling in the Middle East and absorbing countries and putting in um, our, our banking associates and removing the people that were elected in those countries to put in our banking associates. How in the world can we ignore all that? I don't know. But Biden and Cheney and Bush and all of them, I mean, every corrupt person in government was on that list of, of making all that happen. Of course, good old Paul, he's on every list of corrupt activity. But I just, you know, for the sake of just kind of calling it, I, it's, it's horrific that we're losing lives. It's horrific what they're putting the Afghan people through because they don't care. They put the Iraqi people through it, too. They didn't care. They didn't care. They just wanted to be over there, right? So here we are. And our American troops are caught in between. And I have a lot of family that are American troops. And I hate to see them used. And that's exactly what we're doing in the name of, of America when really and truly all your anger should be channeled at the deep state that puts them there, the think tanks of the deep state that put them there. That's who we should be angry at. Biden's the puppet. He's got dementia. He's a puppet. He doesn't even know who he is. And when he wakes up in the morning, he doesn't even know where he's at. And that's by his own admission. Be angry at the people that make the policy decisions in the think tanks because they're all deep state, either politicians or ex-politicians. And be, be mad at them for doing this to the American people and using them in this way. That's what we should be angry at. It's like, it's like misguided anger all the time. And I don't like to see that. I don't like to see it. It's, 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 it's harmful to us because then it just portrays a different story. And we really have to be honest with the narrative going on here. And whenever I see the media jump on a narrative, I usually go the other way. That's how, because you, you always know it's fake news. It's fake what they're trying to sell you and for the reasons. And they love, they love the emotion but uh, are they throwing him under the bus so they can try to get uh, Hormala in so that nobody cares if something happens to him, which would be at their own doing that they'll blame on a patriot, I'm sure, in a conservative group? Sure. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, that's part of it. Absolutely. Let's just be honest, shall we? Be right back. Kate Daly's show. I'll be right back with Epic Times. Don't go anywhere. Are you tired? Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Chain of Fools. Not just fools. I would say uh, the entire uh, fraudulent administration that's in right now, um, I don't, they're, they're not American to me at all. They're not American. So they don't get us. They don't understand us. They have completely different goals for this country. That's just my opinion. What can I say? Uh, welcome back to the show. And of course, uh, get to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up and he has been amazing to the show. And let me just tell you, um, go to MyPillow.com. 
order the products because they're amazing. Order up for Christmas. I probably order up. I think shortages are coming. And um, what a great way to do it because you get 66% off if you put in the code Kate, my first name. But you got to put in Kate to get that deal. And then also what I was going to say was, look, we're helping Mike Lindell expose the fraud. We're helping... Shows like this stay on the air, my show in particular, and we need truth in radio right now more than ever, and there's not a lot of truth in radio to be found. So please, by all means, go to MyPillow.com and help out, and that's one way you can help out today. So go to MyPillow.com and order up, and I really, really thank you for that. I'd like to stay on the air, actually. And so would all my guests. So um, my guest right now is senior reporter Nan Su from the Epic Times. How are you? Oh, hi, Kate. Thank you for having me. You bet. I I really want to get what your thoughts are after writing and reporting on Afghanistan and China. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Uh, What what is your take today? How are you feeling about all the events going on right now? Well, uh, uh, first of all, China uh, has been uh, cashing in for the disastrous uh, uh, military withdrawal of the United States from Afghanistan, if you uh, read the Chinese state-owned media, it's pretty much uh, all our war, uh, wow. basically. There's, a, there's, a, there's a tons of tons of articles uh, going around. Uh, they are focused on a few points. Uh, number one, um, United States, it's a paper tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the Taliban soldiers. They are the perfect example, defeating U.S. troops, you know, just by hiding in the cave and uh, only equipped with the AK-47. Right. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Number yeah. two, <laughs> uh, China, it's the, China is working with the new, uh, the coming uh, government in the Afghanistan. So therefore, China is the war leader of a constructive force, and while U.S., United States, it's the uh, leader of a destructive force. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, uh, Whoever, uh, this is the most important, whoever that uh, follow the leadership of the United States will be eventually abandoned. Uh, look at Vietnam, look at um, Afghanistan, those are the examples. And they, uh, some of them even talk about Taiwan, so they threaten Taiwan. So if you follow the United States, you will be eventually abandoned, just like uh, uh, U.S. allies in Afghanistan. Oh. So that's kind of like uh, rhetoric has been going on. Uh, many, many tons of articles published by all state-owned media in China. Wow. And and let's talk about what China stands uh, to gain from what's going on right now with Afghanistan, what we're doing with Afghanistan. Yes. Uh, what China does, there are there long-term goals, there's a short-term goals. Okay. Now, the shortened goals, it's real, what they really want, it's they want the image of a world leader mm. uh, that can challenge Americans' uh, a dominant power in the world. I'm not sure if you guys remember uh, just a few weeks ago that uh, there was a negotiation, diplomatic negotiation between the United States and China in, um, in Alaska. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, the Chinese delegation that just strictly, you know, telling um, our Secretary of State that the United States is not qualified to speak to um, China. Uh, I'm not sure if you still remember that. No. Uh, basically, that's, this is a whole 
uh, it's a part of the a big uh, strategy move for China. They really want an image of a world leader mm. that challenge that can challenge Americans' dominant power in the world. And the real the real reason behind this is uh, the CCP has already realized uh, for the their their next thirty years of uh, economic growth. Uh, they they will not be able to uh, get their technology and investment and also consumer market from the Western world like mm. they did in I the see. last 20 years after they joined WTO. So because the United States and Western world is waking up and they are they they realize now China is a threat. So basically, they have to build their own global system. I see. Now, China, China, in order to do that, China put their eyes on all these um, developing countries, mm-hmm. like the uh, countries in the Southeast Asia, uh, which that area has has already replaced the European countries as the China's biggest trading partner right and, now, and Africa, and also, right? Africa. Uh, yes, Northern Africa, Africa, Central mm-hmm. Asia. Um, that's in the region that's mm-hmm. directly connected to Afghanistan and so uh, in the countries in the South America. So they 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 trying to uh, use the kind of strategy like a Belt and Road project that you know economically sure. penetrate these developing countries and uh, encourage these countries to purchase uh, and have China installed internet technology in those countries. And China's technology, of course, it's got a backdoor. So once they control, they install like they they already did did that in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they installed the entire internet uh, for North Korea. Right. So if any countries they 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 help you to uh, put the internet together, basically they will control these countries' information more effectively than KGB. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, that's what actually China trying to do. It's a it's a global system under China's leadership, similar to the former East uh, East European countries that uh, you know uh, around the leadership of Soviet Union. But mm-hmm. the fundamental difference here is those Eastern European uh, socialist countries they had an airline airline relationship with. Former Soviet Union, more like a based on ideology, communism, and then their relationship is more like a, a military mm. alliance. Okay. But the, the, what China tried to build, it's a you know, it's an economic relationship, and the Belt and Road Project basically it's a so-called debt mm-hmm. um, debt trap uh, diplomacy. So all these countries will own China big debt. Right, and then China will use technology to control these countries. So basically, these all these countries will become the market um, uh, for China uh, as a replacement of the Western countries right now uh, for you know the ne- next thirty years of China's so that uh, will stabilize development. That stabilizes the the economy part of it, but they want to look like the military leader. We look weak; they look strong. That's right. So, well, in order for all these countries to jump into the line uh, following CCP's wagon, mm-hmm. they want this uh, 
the, the war leadership. They want it very strong. That's the kind of a mentality of the communist leaders. They they want both economically and uh, military look very strong so that all these countries will jump in and follow their leadership. And and that's what they're doing right now. Uh, so uh, and, and the, the communist leaders in China, they have been working with both sides in Afghanistan. They've been working with Afghanistan government supporting by the supported by the US and mm-hmm. as well as working with uh, Taliban for a long long time and so now they they're just openly mm-hmm. um just like a couple of weeks ago Taliban leader visited China they have a joint statement and they are going to work together. Taliban and China? Yes, they Taliban leaders already visited. That's just like a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met uh, China's uh, um, uh, uh, minister, foreign foreign department minister, mm-hmm. and they they had a joint statement. They are going to work together. Oh, jeez. You know, it's, it, it it's interesting. Open. Yeah. It's open. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's all open. Oh, my gosh. It always is. That's the problem. It always is. And, and and people think that people that talk about it being that open are, are people making up theories. I'm like, no, that they, they admit this stuff. What always strikes me is that we always have a boogeyman. We had ISIS. Now we've got Taliban. Now we have ISIS-K, whatever that variant is. And and what's interesting is, is we have a military that could overtake any of these little populaces of people. They're not very much, right? But we act like... We can't. We act like we put on a show that says we're scared and we can't. And oh my gosh, they're going to take over. But like you said, if they're partnering with China, maybe that makes a little bit of a difference. And and I can't believe they're open about it. It's amazing. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. They 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 they're mad and then they have a joint statement. China was going uh, openly say they're going to help the Taliban um, to build their country. And and that's why they say China is the uh, leader of a constructive force, and you know they're going to help Taliban to build a, a new country, and while U.S. just destroy everything in uh, Afghanistan, and now they just left. So that's the kind of like image uh, the wow. state-owned media in China tried to project in the last uh, last week or so. Oh my! What comes next in Afghanistan? You've got uh, you've got Leon, who's on the news every five seconds, saying that we're going to go back in. Now, now we everybody wants us to go back in, so we're going to stay in and have a presence there. Um, what happens with us in China and Afghanistan in the middle? Like, what what do you think the ga- the goal is? Because I, I I think it was planned what we did uh, the, the pull out the way we did it that was definitely planned. So what to me anyway? So what do you think's next? Well, uh, it depends on how the uh, the United States government is going to act. Now, China does have its uh, uh, long-term goal. We, we just finished talking about a short-term mm-hmm. goal. Sure. Now, long-term, uh, the long-term goal, China really wants to build its uh, uh, its economic backyard and strategic backyard in the Central and South Asia. Uh, region, uh, we, you know, United States and Western world, we have our airline that's India over there. That's, uh, and then on the northern part of India, that's Afghanistan, Pakistan, those two countries, uh, China's airline. And then further north, that will be the Central Asia countries, uh, uh, five of them for, uh, split uh, from, from uh, former Soviet Union. So China trying to build 
you know, their Belt and Road project uh, in Afghanistan and in Pakistan and all those Central Asia, Asia countries has been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. So they want to, uh, uh, China want, to, want these countries as their backyard and also uh, China, I'm not sure if uh, people are aware of, China has been uh, uh, discuss- in discussion with Iran and uh, Pakistan mm-hmm. to build the so-called China, Pakistan, and Iran energy corridor. Ooh, so, so we're gonna the- we're gonna go to a break. I want to talk about this: the corridor, the energy corridor. So it's China, Pakistan, and Iran. We're gonna I'm gonna come right back with Nansu from the Epic Times, and let's talk about this. Um, be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. And of course, a great hour. We're talking Afghanistan in this hour and all of the things around it. And truly, it's all of the things around it that you really need to be looking at. I think the, the direction of the mainstream media will always give you usually the wrong story. And the real story is what's behind it, who benefits, que bono. You know how the story ends, right? Because this is this has been going on for the ages. This is how they do this is how they do it. And you know, big hat tip to C to CIA for making all this happen around the world. And that's very sarcastic, yes. Um, make sure you go to Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com and get the product I've always been talking about about building your immune system. You're gonna need your vitamins. That's all I can say. You're going to need your vitamins. And Balance in Nature is a fantastic way to do it because it's a clean product with no pesticides and no chemicals. And it's uh, made with those phytonutrients that you really, really need. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. Put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. You'll love this product. You will love it. You will love it. My whole family loves it. And it's balanceofnature.com. And put in the code Kate. Get 35% off. Get a free health coach. And, uh, you're. I mean, you better be doing something. And if it were me, I'd choose this one because when I did my homework, and you know I do my homework, uh, this one was the best by far. Balanceofnature.com. I have Nan Su, senior reporter from the Epic Times, and uh, we're going to spend a few more minutes talking about this because, you know, I want to know how, you know, the Chinese involvement in this is is something that everybody needs to be looking at. And we said this from the very beginning. Um, there's a couple of, of things going on. This is very layered, but... The Taliban has been receiving uh, military training in China, correct? So is this like their mob? I mean, is 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 do the Chinese use the Taliban as the mob in this, Nan? Uh, yes. Uh, Taliban has been sending their, their military uh, officials to China to receive military training. I'm not sure if you know that Bin Laden himself was trained uh, once in China. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. So, uh, yeah. Curiously, yeah, he worked so, with the Bushes, so that's always that's always interesting, isn't it? But go ahead, yeah. Long long backstory to to Osama, but go ahead, sure. 
Yeah, so uh, so basically, China has been, uh, it's been uh, uh, um, uh, quite some time now, China has been uh, discuss- in discussion with uh, um, Pakistan and Iran to build the so-called China-Pakistan-Iran energy corridor. Mm-hmm. And now they have Afghanistan uh, uh, adding to it because Afghanistan had on the east side had a uh, about 100, less than 100 kilometer border with China on the west side is Iran. Um, many people can, uh, thinking, you know, wow, uh, that's, a, that's a mountain area. It's right. very hard to build, but that's not true. Uh, China has been building in the last uh, uh, decade, has been building high, uh, highways and railroads in Tibet. And also they are, in, uh, they are planning right now, uh, literally in the planning uh, preparation stage, to build a, a bullet chain, a uh, high-speed railroad mm-hmm. in Tibet. So they are fully capable of building in those areas. So if they can build oil pipe to connect uh, through Afghanistan, uh, to connect uh, uh, oil field in Iran to western part of China, it solve huge problem for China's energy because right now the uh, the oils from Iran to China need to go through Persian Gulf, um, Malacca Strait, and then go through South China Sea before it even reach China. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, now, China wants to do that uh, for a couple of reasons. One is to secure its own uh, energy source, and mm-hmm. also they want to uh, have some balance when they deal with uh, oils they purchase from Russia. You know, Russia and China had some, uh, from, from time to time, they have some uh, interest conflict. Uh, those Central Asian countries, mm-hmm. uh, Russia, look at them as a backyard too. Now China just put their hands into the pocket of Russian, so so they so China want to have um, uh, they they want more oils from Iran, mm-hmm. so that you know that will kind of like give them some negotiation power with Russia, um, also um, building uh, their uh, were they uh, their influence. Were they able to do this while our military was there? Were they able to make any inroads beyond planning stage to make sure, because it always comes down to pipelines, to get those pipelines there? Was it a disadvantage to have us there? They can't do it while we're there? I'm just trying to understand strategy on getting that done, these uh, energy projects. Well, see, if, you, if U.S. troops are in, uh, in, uh, in Afghanistan, it will be more difficult Mm-hmm. Uh, because they need to get Afghanistan government to support their sure. their, their projects, right? Right. Right, right now, uh, uh, China has been uh, uh, working with Afghanistan government in its Belt and Road project, helping them, uh, helping Afghanistan uh, government government to build roads and bridges. But if China want a strategic plan to build oil supply, and uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a, a pipe. From Iran, you know, then if U.S. have a, a, a influence in Afghanistan, it will be difficult for China to do that because Iran is kind of like a, a sanctioned by the United States and Western world, right? Mm-hmm. But if if Taliban totally replacing current Afghanistan government, then things will be entirely different. Mm, okay, because I you know I, I think this fraudulent presidency that really 
placed a coup on this country and and uh, put them support themselves into the White House administration and even more so into the deep state. They've been giving away pieces of the United States to China for years. So so they call you know they 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 don't say it, but it's you know it's the Henry Kissinger school of uh, foreign uh, economics. And so he's been pushed. We've been pushing our way into China. You know, you could even call Biden. Um, you could call it bitees. I mean, it, it's it's basically he's bought and sold from China. So it's interesting that we've never, ever really come out and said boogeyman China, like we have boogeyman ISIS or boogeyman North Korea or boogeyman this or boogeyman that. But we never named China because, you know, behind the scenes, it's kind of giving things to China. So are we pulling out for China <laughs> to be able to make the inroads on the, on the back that- side of the door? Oh, that I don't. I'm a reporter. I, I, I don't have that kind of direct evidence, but it, it certainly seems like China, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it, it is, uh, it uh, take the biggest advantage when the U.S. Yeah. troops uh, withdraw from Afghanistan. Yeah, seems to me too. Um, and, and I know we're just kind of assessing, but it's interesting to put pieces together because they've been doing this for years. Look at the Clintons. Look at, uh, look at all of these people and Republicans and Democrats have been doing this. So it's not like it's not known um, that we've been uh, we've been growing China. We'll, we'll just say. Um, but that this is kind of an it, this. I think everything goes back down to pipelines and control over the countries for that kind of profiteering. So, I think bringing up that energy project very interesting. So, what do you think happens with Iran next? Uh, well, uh, Iran will get them uh, get get support. Uh, just got a few months ago, I think it's at the end of March. Mm-hmm. China signed a big agreement with Iran, uh, China was going to invest uh, $400 billion uh, to help Iran uh, uh, to build, build its economy. And as a return, Iran will provide uh, a consistent oil supply to China. So th- those part is already done. Ah. So now it's just how to transport those oils to China. That's the biggest problem right now. So, so you, you see this energy corridor, Iran, Afghanistan, uh, Iran, Pakistan, China, and now you know uh, you, you you add another piece Afghanistan into it. it it's it you you see the whole picture. Basically. Yeah, it's very very true. Anything else you want to add to this, Nan? And I'm talking with Nan Su from the Epic Times, senior reporter, by the way. Uh, if you're wondering, and make sure you get a subscription to the Epic Times. So, um, so what do you think? Uh, anything else you want to add? Well, uh, another thing is the rare earth, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Afghanistan does have some rare earth, but but China already have a rare earth. So the rare earth part it's a plus for China. Uh, China is right now actually uh, uh, things uh, things probably less than two years ago. China has been in a huge push to to build its own semiconductor industry. So they realized without uh, without the chips, with, without the computer chips, uh, you know, they're not going to be able to lead their energy going anywhere. So, mm. uh, but and then they will also realize they they will not be able to uh, rely on all these chips uh, supplied by the Western world, uh, including Taiwan. So they are in the big push to build their own semiconductor industry and the rare earth. It's uh, it's it's a source they 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 absolutely in their mind when they move into uh, uh, influence to Afghanistan. 
All right. Uh, Nan Sue, thanks for thanks for reporting on this. I always find it fascinating to kind of see um, how China benefits, what they're up to. And I really appreciate all your reporting. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks again. Uh, that was Nan Sue from the Epic Times. And uh, huh, I've got a few minutes. We can take a call in or two. But uh, what do you think? What do you think? Um, but a big thank you to Epic Times for having uh, Nan Sue come on to talk about this topic. Wow. Afghanistan. So there's a lot of energy projects at hand. Um, there's a lot of land to be co-opted. Uh, there's a lot of I think, I honestly do think this is very, very, very multi-layered. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think it's multi-layered, too. And mm-hmm. I do agree with you that the, the way that Afghans have fallen has been planned. Uh-huh. But uh, we know, and also what you said about the, our government is pro-communist, pro-red China. Right. I always call them red China or communist China because they're an illegitimate government. They conquered militarily. The legitimate government of China is the Republic of China, located ah. on Taiwan. And uh, that's my point. I think there's two directions we can see that Biden will go, where the deep state will go on this. One Mm -hmm. is they'll bring us uh, back into Afghanistan and be there for a long time. Mm -hmm. The other, if they don't, and and, uh, Biden is completely passive and a paper tiger, that sets him up as that uh, posturing, as that he won't do anything for our own uh, citizens, for Mm -hmm. our own allies. And and that would be perfect uh, foundation for uh, Red China to conquer Taiwan and him for not to act at all. Yeah. Because it's, it, at this point, the Congress is out of the way. You know, we're in a dictatorship. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's 23 million, I think, on, on it. And that's the true republic. Uh, the, you know, Red China was tre- created by the grand conspiracy. And they're the people who put Biden in power. I mean, yeah. they own the same thing. And uh, the poor people there on Taiwan, uh, a great, you know, it's, a, it's not a third world country. It's a, a that's right. uh, industrial state technology. They make semiconductors and so forth. And the chances are that I, I think there's at least 50 percent chance they're going to attack and America's going to uh, maybe posture but won't uh, do anything to stop Red China from conquering. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. It's funny how uh, pipelines are always at the core of the deal, isn't it? Um, you know, all you have to do is go back to the PNAC and look at where they were heading for the next 20, 30 years, which we're still in right now, honestly, um, how they were going to build this up and how they were going to go in at all uh, angles to basically uh, to basically do this, take over the, the Middle East. But what's very interesting is this like bowing to China, bowing to China, bowing to China, you know, behind closed doors. <laughs> very interesting. And uh, they don't use China as the boogeyman. So if the Chinese are uh, in charge of that, if the Chinese are in charge of the Taliban, very interesting there as well, right? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about 30 seconds. Go. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Uh, just a, hi, just a thought. Sure. I, I served and volunteered for Vietnam, but right? I think to get Washington, D.C.'s uh, attention... Mm-hmm. All the young women and the men of this mm-hmm. country uh-huh. should not register for the draft. Oh, yeah. I would not register for the draft. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. Be used. Uh, I thank agree. you. Yeah, thank you for that. No, I 
I, I think they're using the military in, in some horrific ways. And, and I think it's interesting that you go to fight for liberty, but you don't actually have any yourself. So you're denied everything in, in the way of liberty. I've got, uh, honestly, your body's not your own. You don't get to make any of your own choices. You can't freely speak. I mean, I, I just, it's... It's a conundrum, isn't it? Very interesting. We're going to be right back with Joel Skousen. You're going to want to hang out for this. And uh, just park your car. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just park your car. And, of course, go to katedallyradio.com. I'm up to $2.5 million on SoundCloud. And people are sharing like crazy the uh, podcast. I really appreciate that. The video I did about what happened at the hospital, up to a million and a half. So, you know, crazy, right? It's uh Boy, we're living in a weird time. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk Afghanistan. We'll be talking about a lot of subjects with uh, the great Joel Skousen. So hang out. Be right back on katedallyradio.com. You can go to katedallyshow.com or katedallyradio.com. Be right back.